From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Roundtable Discussion, Universal SeaWorld Edition for August 2010. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Corinne Fry, Corey Martin, Kathy Worling. Why do I keep pausing on your name, Kathy? <laughs> she's always moving seats. <laughs> Maybe that's Kathy it. Worling and Teresa Eccles. Uh, in this week's show, we're going to talk about the SeaWorld After Dark VIP Tour. And we were going to take we're going to take your questions in our Facebook to Facebook segment. People have been posting questions on our Facebook pages the last couple of days, so we're going to answer some of those questions. All that plus what's new at Universal and SeaWorld in this month's edition of the Dis Unplugged Universal SeaWorld Show. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Before we get started, uh, I do have something I want to uh, I want to say. Uh, one of our uh, one of our listeners, Matthew Raleigh, uh, died very suddenly. Uh, last night, we're recording this on Friday, July 23rd. Uh, he died very suddenly uh, last night. Um, and I would just like to ask everyone to please keep uh, his family, especially his wife, Brandy, uh, in your thoughts and prayers. It's a really obviously a very difficult time for her. There's been a lot of outpouring of love and support on our discussion boards. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a tragic time uh, for her. So if you could please just keep her. And uh, and Matthew's family, and, and your thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. So, anything else? Anybody have anything for housekeeping they want to bring up before we get started? No, because Johnny yeah, Kevin that was it. Yeah, Johnny Kevin aren't here, so there's no like five hour housekeeping. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, boy, I'm gonna get in trouble for that. Oh, they don't listen to the show. They don't listen to the Universal show. That's true. <laughs> We can talk about it. Well, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some one, one of our listeners. Did you like, hear what they said? Hear what they said about you. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk a little bit about what's new at Universal and SeaWorld this month. Um, first, uh, Universal is offering a limited edition 3D commemorative Wizarding World of Harry Potter ticket with the purchase of any annual pass. Um, do not be surprised if they don't actually give it to you because they have a habit of lying about this. I'm still bitter that I'm, I, I never got my, uh, uh, even though I wrote to guest services, I still never got my uh, commemorative, ticket. commemorative ticket for my package in May. It was one of the many things that they lie about. So, uh, you know, they're offering this. Maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't, but I figured I'd throw it out there just in case you got lucky. Um, also, they're doing this uh, Be Part of the Studio audience for TNA Wrestling. Does anybody know what TNA Wrestling is? We know why they taped it. I know what <laughs> TNA stands for. But no. I don't think... Uh, do you think it stands for that? Gosh, I'd hope not. I don't follow wrestling, but I know it's really big over there. Well, I know um, there's been some questions. I know we got a... a, a one, is one it of our, TNT or TNA? No, it says TNA Wrestling. Wait, um, oh, I don't know. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Total nonstop action wrestling. Oh, is that what it stands yeah. for? Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. That we, yeah, that's said with a wink and a nod. <laughs> uh, but they are, uh, they actually apparently film at, at Universal. And one of the questions we did get in our Facebook to Facebook uh, was asking about what the schedule for that is. We're going to have a link to that in the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. But in case you're interesting, interested, if 
this ever comes up for me. Okay, there it is. Uh, August 9th, 10th, 23rd, and 24th. Uh, there is also going to be a live pay-per-view event on August 8th. And uh, plenty of information. Who's on, wrestling, Pete? Oh, I have no earthly idea, nor do I care. Um, he just looks at their abs. No, I don't have anything to do with them, believe me. Nothing at all. Um, something interesting that I found out, uh, something they'll be doing differently this year. I'm kind of interested to see what they do. Uh, Universal usually does a frequent fear pass for Halloween Horror Nights, where you pay one price and you can go back as many times as you want. Uh, during the week, uh, they're doing a few different things. Uh, first, they're offering a, free, a, a second type of frequent fear pass that will include weekends as well as during the week. Obviously, that'll be at a higher price. But they're also doing a frequent fear pass that will include an express pass. Mm. Okay. So that every time you go back, now I don't know what the price on that is yet. They have not released it. We will announce, We will post a link to that page on our show notes page so you can keep tabs on it uh, but also we'll post a link on the Diz Unplugged board uh, at disboards.com uh, as soon as we see that uh, that announced. Now they said they're going to have a lot of haunted houses this time, right? Like 10 of them is what they said? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yes. supposed, yeah they said what, two more this time or something it's like supposed that? supposed to be a lot of them. This yeah. year. Some big anniversary. It's the 20th anniversary. I, 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 I want to see Corinne at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, no, thank you. You don't. You don't <laughs> want to see me. <laughs> I have to get dragged through there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Fr- yeah. I I go freaky. I run out screaming. You know, like a, I'm I was okay. I that's, affected. That's I'm, I'm affected I'm, by that's, it. That's, really? Really, I am, yes. See, I'm okay with the haunted houses. It's the people that are in your face on the street. The chainsaw. And the chainsaw people. Yeah. No. Yeah, it is pretty fun. Actually, you know, we should we should do a meet, a Halloween Horror Nights meet to Ooh. watch Teresa get the crap scared out of her. Yes, well, me no. and Grace scream. Grace is the best. You can mic Grace her up. Is, she screams like, like a movie star, and they does. love her. All right, I, and, and to be completely honest with you, I'm not exactly masculine going through those houses either. <laughs> I mean, I hold on to him. He's in front of me. He's like a human shield. And I literally will, like, pick him up and move him in the direction of anything that comes at me. I think they're funny. I do, too. I'm usually laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they'll scare you. Cause we'll Scary clown with razor teeth coming up behind you. No, I mean, I don't know. They usually just jump out and I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, 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 enjoy, yeah I, would, I, en- I enjoy the haunted houses. I will certainly squeal if they scare me now. There's a no, lot of times. I, so. I can absolutely, <laughs> no. I can let out a blood-curdling scream. How about you, Kathy? Have you done Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah, I did it that one time with Corey and Willen. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, and I thought the people out on the street were just hilarious. Oh, my God. I, they didn't scare me. I just laughed. Yeah, no, but, my yeah. favorite part of the entire time I was there was Walter trying to go through the circling tunnel. I can't do that. I cannot do that. It, it, yeah, it know, just freaks me out. For some it, reason. Yeah, any the tunnel, the tunnel that you know, the the, the walls the drum spin is, around. Is spinning. Yeah. It's like you're walking through a drum that's spinning. I was behind him. I'm going. Walter, oh, what's wrong with that? Actually, it becomes <laughs> like, like he's having a seizure. Um, <laughs> I just can't stand up. I don't know what it is. I, it he's freaks me out. <laughs> clutching the railing and trying to drag himself. <laughs> he is. No, literally. I mean, this is not an exaggeration. They did have a railing, though. You didn't just have yeah, that. Yeah, it was a yeah, I did, but I'm, like, pulling myself Because I was on my head going, what the crap is he it's doing? Like, all you got to do is look straight ahead. you got a fixed point. It was, oh, it's, good, good times. That was just too cool. So, yeah, we're going to have to do it. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do a group trip for Halloween Horror Nights. Well, that'll be fun, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. That's always a good time. 
uh, Rock the Universe, uh, which is the kind of like a Universal's version of Night of Joy. It's the Christian celebration. Uh, goes on September 10th and 11th, running from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. Tickets are on sale. We'll have a link to that as well. That's popular. On the show notes page. It is popular. I, I don't know any of the acts that are performing. Um, I but never know any of those people. I, I don't. Whether it's a Christian concert or any other, really, I don't know half the bands anymore. I'm so old. <laughs> you know, these guys could be, like, really famous, and I would have no earthly idea who they yeah, were. Puddle of Mud. <laughs> come oh, come on. on. The, the no, I know. They, were, they were good. Yeah. Puddle of Mud. Yeah. Okay. I went to a big Carnival of Madness concert Tuesday night. Bunch of hardcore bands. I was deaf the whole next day. Mm. Oh, my. What? (laughs) 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 And then Velvet Sessions at the Hard Rock Hotel, which if you have never checked this out, it's really worth it. I mean, we'll joke around about the bands and stuff, but it's actually a really cool We had a great time, yeah. Um, Every time we've been there, I haven't been there in a while, but every time. It's a local crowd. It is definitely a local. If you want to do something where there's locals, uh, this is it because uh, it's a great local crowd Uh, on the upscale side. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, I wouldn't go in shorts and a T-shirt. You can wear a nice pair of jeans, button-up shirt. Yeah. You You'll fit look, in just fine. You, you know, you're going out for the evening. Uh, this, uh, uh, for August, August 26th, it's always the last Thursday of every month, and the band this month is going to be Soul Asylum. So that's not a bad band, no, actually. No, no. Um, I think they're just... The first one in a long time, and that's kind of recent. Well, they had to fix this month in July. So, I mean, that's a, not exactly a... Right? Yeah. Was it the fix or the cure? Uh, no, the no, fix. It was the, the fix. fix. That's, I mean, I think that's the most popular one, I think. We should have won. I thought we were going to be gone. They're not very current, though. They're not current. Well, but, but they're, they're not... I mean... That's why it's held at session. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're I mean, not going to get... Does the fix go on tour? Not anymore. Oh my gosh, Corey. What? It's like I'm just retro. saying. It's, well, you know, no, I, I'm not saying anything against the fix. I'm just saying lane. that you know, Sa- Soundgarden is, you know, they're more recent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ju- I'm surprised they got uh, Rob Thomas for. Uh, I don't know what's up with that. summer concert series. I, I I I'm, I don't know whether to be happy or sad that. Hmm. You know, because I love Rob Thomas. Oh, I, mean, I do too. I love, excellent. love, 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 love Rob Thomas. I buy everything he puts out. All well, his Matchbox mm-hmm. Twenty albums, his solo albums. So I was kind of surprised that. Well, give everyone well, else is like eighties era. I'm and like, then well, I mean, like, Rob Thomas. Did the last album not sell well? I mean, if you're if you're playing, you know, look honestly, if you're playing Universal, your day has come. You or know? you have something new to push that you're just trying to find a way to push mm, it. I. I, I, I for the most part, I mean, but yeah, they I mean, did look, have Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, that's Joe Aretha Franklin. Yeah, they did, so have, they did have Aretha. So yeah, okay. Is he kind of okay. local? Is he from here? He is local. He is local. You know, yeah. Julie, when she was working at Olive Garden when we first moved here, uh, Rob Thomas walked in, and Julie was the only person to recognize him. To recognize him. Oh, and I would have. Some, and somebody had a uh, a Polaroid camera and took a photo of them two together. But yeah, he was local. He was just with his mom and grandma, I guess, eating at the Olive Garden. Well, so that could colonial. be part of it. It's, you know, it's the hometown crowd, so that could be. Which, all, which Olive Garden? On Colonial. Oh, that's my Olive Garden. Cool. Not the one on this side, on the uh, West Colonial. Oh. oh, okay. Not that our listeners <laughs> know what <laughs> we're talking oh, about. Oh, they said oh, East Colonial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, also, 
uh, on the in the entertainment realm. Harbor Nights at Portofino Bay. We have dates for the remainder of the year. Uh, Friday, October fifteenth. This is uh, yeah, Friday, October fifteenth, and Friday, November twenty sixth are going to be the next two Harbor Nights. And for uh, pe- people who aren't familiar with that, what exactly is Harbor Nights? Uh, they have uh, wines and gourmet food, jazz, cigars, stuff like that. Uh, you kind of go around and evening it's, of decadence. It's like it's like an evening. Well, it's, I wouldn't say it's decadent. <laughs> it's it's a nice evening. Uh, it's all done on the piazza at Portofino Bay. Uh, it is thirty five dollars in advance, forty five dollars at the door. Uh, VIP reserve tickets uh, sixty dollars in advance, seventy dollars at the door, and the VIP tickets include the ticket seating in a private section, a private wine station, and past hors d'oeuvres. So. You can get more information and get your tickets, 407-503-1200. There's also a link on the show notes page to the Harbor Nights page on the Lowe's Hotels website. It's very nice. They do an excellent job with that. Oh, Portofino does a fabulous job. Absolutely. With this stuff. So, Now, I'd love to tell you what's new at SeaWorld, but, you know, if you go by their website, absolutely nothing. Well, I have some at... Universal. Oh, that's right. That's right. You it's for entertainment. You can celebrate life in the French Quarter at Pat O'Brien's. It's now through September 3rd, every Friday night from 4 to 9. There's Cajun food and drink specials, uh, $2 draft beer, seven ninety five hurricanes. Oh, if, my God. If you've never had a hurricane before, they're very strong. Yeah, Four ounces of rum in there. There's going to be a New Orleans jazz, jazz band from 6 to 9. Uh, WJRR will be broadcasting. Do you know who that is? No. I don't either. Uh, from seven to nine on select nights. Walter, you know J- WJRR? The rock? Yeah, it's hard, sort of hard rock. Yeah. Okay. And then there's going to be live entertainment in the dueling piano bar. A, a warning about the hurricanes they serve at Pat O'Brien's. They taste like like Kool Aid. Like, well, no, they taste like Hawaiian Punch. Right. Um, and the, they don't taste like they have any alcohol in them until you've downed your second one and you can't walk anymore. Mm. Um, and this is coming from somebody that could put it away. It's a very popular New Orleans drink. And it's, and they make it very strong there. And they serve them in these souvenir glasses. Now, for this, to celebrate life in the French Quarter, these seven ninety five drink specials, it's not in the souvenir glass. It's in the plastic. But they're still good. That was that was the night I got that, that big oh, purple. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you Psychos. remember that, don't you, Corey? The yeah. big gaudy Psych- Well, that's like I call the psychotic homeless woman hat. Um, oh, no, it was it was a scary night. It's, it's like a Mardi Gras pimp hat. Yeah. That's what it looks like. like. Garb. And went walking. Oh. It's so shiny. He even scared himself when the elevator door when closed. When the elevator door <laughs> opened and I saw myself in the mirror at the Portofino, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. What is What's that going on? Like? It was scary. So. There's definitely no shortage of nightlife at Universal City Walk. Or no. Universal in general. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, there's a lot more nightlife going on at Universal than there is yeah. at, uh, at Disney, got to be honest. And not that it's during the night, but they're also taping um, Family Feud over at Universal. Oh, that's right. On that's the right. weekends. And it's a, mm-hmm. a walk-up. You can't reserve a time or whatever. Who's the host? Um, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. I like him better than no, uh, no, no. the Seinfeld dude. Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman. I love him. I never liked him. I didn't I, like him I on Seinfeld. Like him he was all right on Seinfeld. But I like Family Feud. Yeah, so it should, it should be fun with Steve Oh, and Harvey. Richard Dawson is not dead. 
No, he's uh, not. One of our one of our listeners, because when we first talked about Family Feud, and I thought Richard Dawson was dead because he was the original host back not in the seventies. Not that it matters, but there was the dude from uh, Home Improvement was host to host of it for oh, a while. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I have kind of an old one. Oh, really? Day. Yeah, yeah. That was Richard Dawson was yeah. the original. Did he walk he around was... with that fence in front of him? <laughs> not huh? that dude. No. No. The, the sidekick on, on the show. Oh. He was horrible. But oh, the yeah. second the one after Richard Dawson's the one who's dead. And I can't think of his name. But he's the one who died. Really? So they go through him like... Jay Peterman was there yeah. for a long time. Really? I don't want to. So, so anyway. stop at guest services. Corinne's looking completely baffled. What are these people talking <laughs> no, about? I think she's asleep. I think she's glazed over. I'm not sure. She's like, who cares? All right, so <laughs> <laughs> moving on. That'll do it for what's new at Universal and SeaWorld uh, this month. We're going to go to uh, our first segment and talk to Walter and Corinne about uh, the VIP, the SeaWorld After Dark VIP tour. And uh, the, these guys got a chance to experience that. I was going. I was supposed to be there, but. Had some form of heat stroke, apparently. Uh, he got overheated and had to I leave. I had to leave. Mm. I was, it was like, got a little scary, actually. I got sick, sick. Mm. So. It was horribly hot. Yesterday. It was a hot, hot day. Yeah. But my blood sugar mm-hmm. hasn't been right at all since. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, I don't know what's going on, but it was not a good day. So these guys got a chance to go do a seven hour tour. This is a seven hour tour, $125 per person. It does include dinner, dinner at Sharks which they're going to talk about. And uh, so tell us tell us about it. Tell us about the tour. It was a good tour. Um, well, thank you very much. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on. If you only had, if you had a day, one day to see everything, and there was a lot of, like during the summer and it's really crowded, it was a good way to get a quick overview of everything. If you wanted to hit all the high points, it was a nice way to do that. Um, we started off. At the front, we went to um, see the sea turtles. Right, you check yep. in. You check in at uh, the guest, uh, the, the special services desk in the front of the park, right. and they give you a lanyard and a pass with your time on it. You meet. I think it was two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah, was the meeting time uh, to meet your guide. And it was Steve, wasn't it? Was his name Steve? Stephen? How Stephen. How Stephen. many people were in your group? Uh, was it nine? Nine. It started off with nine, and then went down to eight. Could it be more? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be like up to twelve. Yeah, so most it, you're gonna have is twelve. Yeah. yeah. So they, you have like a morning session or an afternoon well, session. Well, this was or the, how do you pick the, the times. Well, there, evening is a, tour. there is a there is a VIP during the day tour, which I think probably does similar things, but they also have this SeaWorld After Dark. Okay. So that you get to do like uh, Shamu Rocks and some other stuff. I, I think that they don't do on the on, okay. on the daytime tour. Yeah. So proceed. Yeah. No, we had an excellent guide. So he introduced himself. He was, he was very outgoing, very knowledgeable, knew uh, everything that was going on in the park. So we met him. Then we went to uh, – we started off at the Sea Turtles. Uh, he gave uh, helpful information there. Can you remember the, the best thing that I remember? And it was new information to me that how when turtles lay their eggs, how they determine whether they're going to be boys or girls. Do Isn't you know? It's a heat. It's a heat thing. And he, really? he, I remember it because he gave us a very, uh, very easy way to remember it. He said it's uh, hot chicks, cool dudes. Huh. If oh. they're hot, they're girls. 
And if they're cool, they're going to be boys. And that's opposite for alligators. Correct. The other way around. Wow. Alligators just for... So, and I, that, I, I took that away with me. I thought that was fascinating. Did he explain why? The it's just the way the heat, the heat, how the eggs are incubated. If they're kept underneath, they're warmer than they are on top, or is it cooled down? Closer to the surface, they get warmer, there so they go. end up all being females. And if they're lower, oh. they don't get as warm. So yeah. the temperature determines the temperature oh, determines the sex. Not the, okay, cool. I thought wow. it was wow. interesting. Uh, the eggs, yes. Can you imagine if that was humans? Really? It's like, okay, stay in the sauna for nine months. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, you want to bake a, bake a little girl or go in the freezer if you want a little boy? Okay. Yep, so we start off with turtles. Like he said, he was very interesting. He gave us a lot of, uh, you could tell he was very knowledgeable. Anything you brought up, he, he could give you the answer. Uh, he obviously had been doing this for a while. Um, after the turtles, we went to see the manatees. Um, the other white meat. I know. I I torment my my niece loves manatees, so my my nephew and I torment her, saying manatees. It's what's for dinner. Goodness, there'd be a lot of dinner there. There was huge. They got some big ones. Yeah, and they're all girls in there. All the ones I have females. Yeah, because they don't want. They don't save the males. They don't do. They don't do. Oh, I don't know. They do. They keep. They don't. They don't keep them at that Sea World. They only keep females at that Sea World because they had. Males, and then they had more manatees. They wouldn't have areas to put the ones who needed to be rehabilitated. So they make sure they only have females here so they don't have to worry about that. Interesting. Yeah, I, I did not know that. But what if it's a lesbian manatee? Well, you're still not going to get baby manatees, so it don't matter. <laughs> so Interesting. Yeah, so he... It's a universal uh, show. I can, get, I, can <laughs> work, I can work blue on this. <laughs> There's some big girls out there. There's some big girls out really? there. Really? What are you saying? <laughs> for gigantic manatees, I've never, I didn't realize they got so huge. How big See, you? Seeing them up close, it, it's uh, yeah, I didn't realize how big they were. Well, I get, I haven't I seen get them confused for manatees when I go swimming. <laughs> oh, oh mommy, it's a sea cow. Now, when you were seeing the manatees, were you on like the front side or were you on the behind? You know, like you know how you can walk through and you can see the manatees. We stayed on top. We never went. Okay. Downstairs. Okay. So we were looking over the rail okay. at them. Um, and there was just a bunch of them in that one area floating on their backs, floating forward, backwards. I mean, they were just, they just hang chilling out. out. Hanging yeah, out. They will. It, was, it was great to see them. I mean, um, there's four people from Finland, so they were really enjoying SeaWorld because I'm sure they saw things they'd never seen before. But um, we saw the manatees. He was telling us all about that and how much they do to save them. Um, now, they like the heat, right? The sea cows. Yes. Because, you know, when it's cold, isn't there always, like, issues with the manatees when it gets too cold down here? Yeah. They start, <clears throat> sometimes, they, you know, they end up dying here. They get mm-hmm. too cold. So they try to go to the hut, to the springs because that stays 72 okay. degrees and stuff like that. Yeah. Actually, that's when you can see them down here is in the winter. They, they, they'll collect in some of the springs, blue oh, really? springs. Yeah. In the you wa- can, cool. You can go see hundreds of them. I don't know why we haven't done that yet, but, yeah, that's one thing you that's can do. That's cool. We went up the one that's time. That's because they have a it's festival. nature, and I hate nature. Okay. Yeah, that, that would do it. That's they have a festival once a year where you can go up and see them. Festival oh, yeah, I the saw that. I would like, let's do that next time, Kathy. Yeah. You, and I, you and I can do that. I'm not invited. Manatee Festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nature, so. We'll take a group <laughs> tour. Okay. I'll get you a T-shirt. After that, we went to the dolphin show. This is one thing he told me that I thought was very weird. What is the, de- what degree do they desire the most for a, an animal trainer? What degree would you? I have? would say marine biologist. No, 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 no. Psychology. No. 
business? Correct. Psychology. Yeah. Really? You yeah. knew that, yeah. Kathy. No, I didn't. It's all about rewa- uh, changing behaviors, rewarding Cheech. behaviors. So that's what they're looking for. So, so, so they're, they're... You could do I can't it. use they the expression it, I was going to use. They're, uh, they're messing around with the dolphins' minds. No, training. I mean, you're reinforcing behavior. You're not, you know. This is your original doing. home. So. <laughs> he yeah. said the marine biologists, they have to study so many different species. That's the nature of being a marine oh. biologist. And at SeaWorld, they would only use three parts of that because they've only got the, the dolphins, right. the whales, and the, um, and the porpoises or the seals. So. Oh, okay. So it's mostly psychology. Really? Mm. I didn't. I had no animals or just psychology. In psych- a psychology degree. Dang. I think I remember them saying that at uh, Discovery Cove. I had no idea. I would have never thought that. Kathy, did you know that, or did you guess? No, I guess just because they're like, trying to train them. Yeah, no, right. Honestly, right, right. I, no, not like I know these. She's good. Kathy's so smart. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Trivia stuff. I don't know. I had just never heard that. When he told me that, I was just like, "Wow, that's really interesting." I mean, if you went to the school and you got your degree from in psychology, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm going to go work at SeaWorld. It's like you could go do that. I right. can do that. Yeah, I'm a licensed counselor. And I, I've dealt with well, I train with with all all my clinical social worker. How does that make you feel? Because anyway. it has nothing to do with <laughs> How does this fish yeah. make you feel? <laughs> Talk about, like, Tillicum's mommy you, like, issues. His anger issues with Tillicum. Yeah, really. Because um, it has nothing to do with the animals. It might be something to do with dealing with the park guests, do you think? Comes into into play, the psychology. Mm, yeah, I thought of that, too. He's so Possibly. slimy. <laughs> yeah. so, certain. so you went into the dolphin show yes um now you but you you got preferred seating for the dolphin show you, right? in, in, yeah any of the shows you go to you have preferred seating like where's where are the seats located in the center and then they're always uh covered oh it's so it's not it's not in the splash zone no 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 it's above the, fla- the spa- splash zone that. If you request a splash zone, he will take you down and find you a spot in the splash zone if you mm. want to do that. Oh, is, is this the show with all the different activity going on and the people no, who no, 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 brightly no. colored outfits? No, no that's no. something else? Okay. That's something else. This is just the, the dolphin and the, the one pilot whale. So they're out jumping. Doing their thing. So what did you think of the dolphin? Where, where, where are you? The what are you talking show? about? Where was I? <laughs> where were we? What are you talking about? The dolphin <laughs> show. What are, what are you talking about? The dolphin show. The actual big stadium dolphin show. Is that yeah, what right, you're talking right, right, about? Right. The, the, uh, was it the Believe? What is it? What was it called? No, 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 no the, the um, whale show. That's the whale show. The dolphin, the dolphin oh. show is a little bit, is the stadium's a bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah, but then they're like brightly colored people in their little leotard That's different. That's a different show. Okay. Okay, Corinne, what did you get out of the dolphin show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the dolphin show. <laughs> Are you sure you were there, Walter? Yes. Anyway, because mm-hmm. he was talking about training dolphins, we saw the dolphin show. Um, wow. Okay. Corinne, tell us what you thought. Awkward. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was really hot outside. Okay, huh? you left it the, was okay, you left the manatee, and then you went to see the dolphins. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Did they? <laughs> did they? No, no. Corinne, did you have like a mild stroke between the manatees <laughs> and the dolphins? Uh, yes. It's only about 20 feet between I've got a mind block that's... on that, yeah. Corinne. Obviously, it didn't impress me too much then, um, but that's unusual. No, it was... Uh, it was a smaller stadium, and um, remember because he said... It's quite possible Walter imagined No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was probably me. Remember the big, long black whale? 
the, the false killer whale. False killer whale. Right. He was there with the dolphins. He was in the show. Yes. He was with his little dolphin uh, yes, buddies. It's all coming back to me now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say killer whale, the false killer whale? Now I know where you were. Okay. Because yes. There's also dolphins. I, was, I don't know. Yes, it was, it was a very cute show, actually. And they, they were together, the dolphins and the killer whale? Yes, the false killer whale, killer whale which looked like um, you called dolphins it a pilot with a. I call it a pilot whale. I don't know. It's a false killer whale. Yeah, what Why did they call it that? Hmm? Why did they call it that? Because they used to get their skulls confused. They used to see all these skulls, and they thought it was baby killer whales had died. And then finally, they realized it wasn't baby killer whales. It was this different false, species different species so they called it false killer whales because they as, thought its jaw was as opposed to giving it its own name <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said we're going to call you false killer whale yeah. even though you're all black and so have no white wait a minute is it a dolphin is it in the dolphin species yes what? it is okay yes, well, so that, the Australians that, you know. must have named that because they're the ones that like you know oh. the, red, the, the red center was like because it's the middle of the country and it's red mm. they put no um, effort in the naming stuff yeah, yeah. They, they're very simple mm. and god I love the Aussies but they do need to work on their naming conventions. Uh, uh, like a, a bird, like Gracie, a cockatoo. They call it noisy cockatoo because they make lots of noises. And you're just like, wow, you put like no effort into that whatsoever. So. <laughs> okay, so the show was cool. Yes, it was. Then after that, we got to feed, feed the dolphins. Mm-hmm. Now, that was nice. Uh, the, long, the line to feed them was very long. Um, it was really hot. Um, some of the dolphins work it. Uh, and, it, and it worked for me because I was it like it. putting on a g-string and, and <laughs> no no no. <laughs> There's this little uh, shallow area right next to where you stand, and this one comes and he jumps up and he slides there, so he's laying completely out of water. Now, are you in a section by yourselves doing this, or are you with the unwashed? We're we were let we were let in. We went straight to the front of of the line. That was really good. We were taken yeah. in, so other people could see it. And oh this, yes, this is really one of the benefits of this tour because one of the yes. most popular experiences to have it's at SeaWorld is the dolphin feeding, mm-hmm. and it is not unusual for that to have a long line. Was there a long line? For there was it? a long line waiting for you. But okay. we weren't you in. Just we weren't right in. in. No. Yeah, because we went straight to the gate. Then they opened it up. They let us and two kids from Give Kids the World in. Mm-hmm. So we were there by ourselves feeding. The did, you, did you taunt the people who were waiting in line? No, because actually we went all the way to the end, so they all ran to where we were because they could see our dolphins as we fed them. So actually, they were they were loving. Them. Let me ask you a yeah. question: How did you know they were from Give Kids World? Was it like announced or they, they no. just happened they, to mention that they were? The from, family mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know how you. No, it's not like our guy went and pointed to them. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. You had said that. I'm like, well, how did I know? No, the kids the kids were there, and they said we're from Give Kids the World. You know, we're going to go in. Uh, with you. And the guy's like, cool, okay, okay. Cool. okay. follow my, my group. But like I said, this one dolphin goes, and he jumps on the ledge. So he's laying sideways completely out of water. So you can just completely uh, rub this dolphin. He's just, it's just really, really weird. They, they really work it. They're so conditioned. They know exactly. That's all the food that they get during the day. And, I mean, through a whole day, they're constantly fed this fish. Oh, okay. But they know their source of food is these, you know, sunburnt tourists that go there. And, and, and they're, they're and very smart. They say, make sure... You pet it first, feed it later. Because if you feed it, it's just going to leave. It's got yeah. the fish. It has yeah. no reason to stay right. around you anymore. Sounds like it doesn't really like you. <laughs> no. It's there for the food. It's Once it has its like, fish, it's going to the yeah, next person. It's the false like false killer whale. Yeah. <laughs> and they refer to the dolphins as a false goldfish. <laughs> 
But I learned a lesson on there, a, a, a good tip. And you are told this, but again, I must have been somewhere. I must have been back with a false killer whale or something. Because, <laughs> what happened? because you're, given, you're given paper trays. You're getting about six fish each to feed the dolphins. And they give you this, this talk about the do's and don'ts. Put your tags inside your shirts. Wear your sunglasses on or put them in your pockets. Anything falling in the water, you're never going to get it back because the dolphins take it and play with Don't it. Don't hold your, your whole uh, container of fish. Because uh-huh. they'll take it out of your hands. Because they, they'll take it from you. Because they, they know what it is. What yeah. happened, Karen? That. Well, I was being... That's right, Karen got yelled at. <gasps> yes, I did. I was so embarrassed. Can you imagine? But uh, but Walter here, almost within the moment we got up there, he'd given all his fish away. I mean, it was done. I mean, he had nothing. No, of course. That dolphin impressed me by sliding up next to me. So I'm like, and he just handful. I mean, you get five fish, and it was gone. And I saw I was being very, uh, very sharing. So I I broke one of my fish in half and said, "Here, you can have this." Immediately, it was taken away. Said we. This woman came up behind me and said, "Took it, took it away from me because we don't break it in half." And she gave me replaced it with a little one. But you don't, you can't break your fish. Corinne's for laying and her fish. We were told there. that, <laughs> but I didn't hear that. What's the reason? I think it just goes down easier, you know, because if it was broken, there might be a piece of bone sticking out or oh, whatever. Man. You know, it's just easier for them to swallow a whole fish than. A broken piece of fish, and I don't, like she said I they know. were they were on it. If you did something you weren't supposed to, they they take care down. of their I animals. Felt, he, I felt and the one thing that we didn't notice was, you know, tourists are standing there with their fish in hand. Well, now the e- cattle egrets would fly by and take fish out of your hands. Mm. The what? Cattle egrets. The little, cattle. The little white flying cattle. Mm-hmm. I know what egrets. Little, little white, white egrets. Big red. You see them a lot on side of the road. Yeah. They eat lizards. You see Why that? do they call them cattle? Because they follow the cattle around to. Get the bugs that they store up. But anyway, the the birds are conditioned also. So if you're holding up a fish, they actually went down and swooped it out of one of the people's hands (laughs) and kept on flying. Oh, my gosh. So did a siren go off when you broke your little fish in (laughs) (laughs) No, I was... No, they apparently watch very closely, though. They must. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, she was fast. I mean, they are literally watching for that. It must be very serious, you know, detrimental to the the dolphins. Who would ever imagine? Because they're used to eating live fish. Oh, right. Oh, I would have been crying if they did that to me. Well, you know, she replaced it. She said, "Here, you know." Well, no, yeah, not she that did. I lost my fish, but just that I could have. I know. felt, I felt, I, I've been appropriately bottom smacked. <laughs> 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 well, they give you a bunch of information. Uh, wow, so it's like kinky sea world. <laughs> <laughs> don't pet their forehead. Don't. They don't After like that, to be like Karim was just like breaking all the the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Punish me, I'm a bad girl. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm a bad trainer. But so that you can't touch their forehead. They don't like to be touched on the forehead. They don't. They want you to touch the jaw. Wow. The bottom jaw is where they like to be mm. petted. So they tell you pretty much everything you can and can't do. So they're they're very explicit, but they do go over so much it would be hard to remember. And like I said, Karim felt sorry because I gave all mine to the one that jumped up in front of me. So I won't be kind again. Fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on your own, pal. Next time. <laughs> so that was that was a lot of fun. After that, we went straight from feeding um, the dolphins to feeding the stingrays. In fact, he even just he just said, "Don't wash your hands. There's no reason. You're gonna yeah. let go of these yeah. fish. I'm gonna go grab some more more raw fish. Well, just so wash your hands again. That's all. Mm-hmm. I don't like the stingrays. They scare me. I they're, agree. Li- they're interesting. They can be very intimidating. I saw a lot of people really not 
wanting to put their hands in because again you're taught how to feed them and you have to put the fish between your fingers and and have the larger amount of the fish above and put your hands really in you have to go you put no. your hand all the way down to the no, bottom no because no. their mouths are on the bottom of them and, and right, they and they have no teeth and they, s- they just have two bony plates but i loved it it's fascinating yeah. No, no, it's like it's no. How many fish? It was, I mean, but they yeah. do go and they, you know, they, they they suck it out of your hand. Yeah, and you get like what six or seven fish to do it. Yeah, it's it's Sorry. daunting if you haven't done it before. It's the name, just because they're called stingrays. No, it's no, it's, it's putting my hand deep in water while something <laughs> I don't know flies over it, and will probably do something really awful, and I will like lose my hand. Yeah. I, know, I know it's got to be safe, but nature attacks me. Isn't that what? They removed. They don't. Ha- they don't have a sting. They, they removed them. Yes. See that? That sticks but in my head. But he was also know, in totally the water different. with them. I mean, it was totally different. different. But it's still. You know. Yeah, but these have been removed. They don't. Yeah, have they take the stingers out. Yeah, they, 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 they can't are. sting you. They can't sting you. They don't have stingers. But they have that. Two large bony plates that they crush. So they're false stingrays. Yeah, that's it. In fact, the family, the the family from Finland, they were feeding the dolphins and everything. I don't even. But when it came to the stingrays, only the sun would feed them. Yeah. So uh-huh. the, the sun had like all the he was handfuls a- of fish and just kept sticking it down. And the mother and uh, uh, sister was just laughing. Every time one would come by and suck it, he would jump. And they were just, I don't it's, know. It's, it's, well, they're, they're, it's they're, they're, they're weird. They're, they're, kind of, they're, they're easy to amuse. They're also they're oh, kind of weird looking little, you know. But we were in this. Oh. I'm talking about the fish, the, the stingrays. <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 no. All the way down. No, no, no. I mean, when you look at their when you look at their mouths, it's kind of intimidating because he's got. If you're from Finland, it's Walter at talking about stingrays. It is, but they were cute. They were good. They are, and they actually they really do use their. I don't know what you call them. They're not even fins, are they? Like 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 birds, they absolutely fly under the water. We were in the splash zone. We were in the splash zone, and they didn't. Mention that, but actually, as they were flapping, there were so many of them. At Discovery Cove, we you can swim with them. Right. Oh. Yeah. No, I will say. It's a lot of no. fun. It, I think yeah. it would be. You no. can touch them and swim we, with they them. They smell the fish, so they came, nope. so they're all over there trying to, you know, flap next to you to get fish. Not And they're splashing water all, all yeah. over you. Those I had my yeah. underwater camera with me when we did Discovery Cove, and I'm like face to face with these things. Wow. They're awesome. Mm. Doesn't it, isn't it smelly there with all that fish? I remember it being really. Yeah, it does smell. No, the only thing that smells is usually the uh, the penguin area. Intimidated me. This so, fish smell. so you okay. when okay. you were done with that, you went where? Okay. After we did that, we went. Check. He apparently doesn't remember. <laughs> they just called me Korean. It's um, a it's a fast paced day, really. It's okay. it's a march. We yeah. went and rode Manta. Oh, and we got we, we got backdoored into Manta. Yes. Did you like it? Yeah, loved it. Except for the one part, and uh, it was, I tried hard to figure out, we were upside down, where, what position we were in, but it was pretty uncomfortable for a moment. It's when you do the first sort of loop thing, Mm -hmm. and at one point, you're coming upside down, I think that's what it was, you're upside down, and and your head down, coming towards the ground, and everything inside of you shifts to your head. (laughs) That was a moment for me. But you only have it once. But other than that, it was great work, a great ride. Did yeah. you touch the water? I know it looks like it fake, I, it fake touches the I water. I always do. Yeah, I always took my hand out. It's false manta. What? <laughs> <laughs> it is. You, you think, the first time I thought, oh, it's hitting the water, but it's just the jets coming up. Right, mm-hmm. right. But so you cool. went from uh, manta to? <laughs> from manta <laughs> to feed the seals. Yes. The seal good. area. 
That was interesting. I mean, there was a there was a baby seals there. We seals or sea lions? Seals, seals, both. No, it was seals. Seals. Harbor seals, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and wattle seals. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we went and fed them. That was that was interesting. That's another place where birds will try to steal you. Now, and it's all the same fish that they give the dolphins and the stingray and the seals. Pretty much, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's right. And the guy brings all our trays to us and explains how you feed them, what to do, what yeah, to look out for. about, what, six inches, seven inches? Mm, they were smaller big, than that. Yeah. The majority was three or four. Okay. Now, this entire time, uh, is he talking to you about the seals yes. and the dolphins? And yes. Yes. He's yeah, got all sort of pertinent good. information he's telling you about. So he was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he just doesn't stand there with fish. He, he, he's talking the whole time. He's letting you know all this stuff. <laughs> he's a fish guy. <laughs> False fish guy. <laughs> <laughs> he runs and gets fish for you, stuff like that. So Listen, he, was, he was good. I'm not going to say because Max is just going to have to take him out. Sounds cool, though. Yep. And during the actual stadium shows, he um, brings you, the wa- brings you, you bottles know, of water. You up inside. <laughs> After we fed the seals, we went and saw the sharks. That was interesting enough. You, know, you go through the shark too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. You just got me completely enthralled. And sometimes it's nice to be around someone who doesn't go to theme parks for Love living. the sharks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Corin, what did you talk about the sharks? Because I've seen them quite a few times. <laughs> And this was the moment we went into the restaurant and we ate with, is that right? It was right before we went to the restaurant, yes. I forget that part. When we went through the tube. <laughs> Where was I? Corinne, boy, you really enjoyed this story, didn't you? The moving sidewalk through the tube. Come on, there was only one. Oh, through the tube, yes, yes. Oh, did Walter walk through? Excuse me? Walter didn't have any trouble walking not through? Moving. No, I no. can walk through as long as oh, it's okay. not. okay, cool. Twisting. No, that was, uh, that was fascinating, watching the, uh, all the... Uh, the sharks. So through you the tube. feed the sharks? You just no, no, no. That, that's when you just go through that tube. You, you, you know, go on the, on the little conveyor belt so and you'll like stand you there. That. You can do that. Yeah, that wasn't special like, yeah. to the... This was... A, yeah, we that had no... Neat, though. These yeah, were like tiger sharks, thing. hammerheads, nurse sharks. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the... It's It's a regular... Right. Right. That's all you do. There's nothing different to that one. You come out and then... I know that one tour that we had done took us behind back, the, backstage correct where we went upstairs and walked the catwalk around the oh, wow. uh, the aquarium that is around that that tube that was yes. really cool so that's why I was that's why I thought they took No you. no this way you just go through the tube but um, yeah that one we actually walked around and you could see you could see people going through the tube you could see the sharks mm. swimming around it was it's one of the shark tours it's another tour you can yeah. do there's several tours but that was that's one this one we just did the regular one that you know everyone can do after that we went to dinner you can order a lot of things from the menu. We ordered the filet. Shark. Filet Shark. Fish. No, it was recommended by, it was very highly recommended by uh, by Stephen, the, the tour guide. He really quite enjoyed the steak. Although we said. haven't figured out why. No, it was... Um, it was tender, but tasteless. Isn't this a place you guys went yes. one other time that had a really yeah. bad... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Corinne had the same steak that I had. Uh, for dinner with that with the steak that I I absolutely trashed and with the cheese on it. Mm-hmm. And the, Corinne, what did you call it? Well, I think it was just a, a glorified cheeseburger almost, <laughs> with, with, and without without the bun. I mean, I've never seen cheese on a on a on a, on a steak. On steak. In fact, or, yeah, when it was gouda, spice? gouda cheese, smoked gouda. Because she kept saying it tastes like bacon. Yes. I'm like, no, it's smoked gouda. <laughs> it was. Hmm. I took it all off, but then it was so tasteless, I just put the cheese back yeah. on because... That's what they're doing. They're covering up. I'm, they're covering up. The, and like I said, it was very tender. I don't know why. It, it was a very 
tender piece of beef, but it just had no taste at all. Hmm. Yeah. So we both got it. It wasn't that good, you know, whatever. Um, you get to get choose a meal. You get dessert. You get to choose, you know, coffee, tea, soft drinks. And your adult beverages, you know, you have to pay extra for. And I'm, I'm, I won't rant, but, you know, I, I reviewed this on our regular discussion show a few months back. Uh, this restaurant, and this is SeaWorld's signature restaurant, and it is an embarrassment to them, in my opinion. And you didn't have a much better experience than yesterday. We weren't very impressed with the desserts either, were they? I were think we? I would get almost anything besides the steak. Mm-hmm. Um, dessert, I don't. I usually don't order dessert. That's just not something I usually do, no. but it came with it. It's a shame because it has a great view. It does. Similar to Coral Reef Correct. at Epcot. And what is it? What, what exactly. Happens, what happens at Coral Reef, you know? I've not found much at SeaWorld that I really want to eat, though. No, it's not a big eating destination, and this is no different than the rest of it. Um, they had there was a big brownie. I didn't like the brownie. All I ate was ice cream and whipped cream, and mm. I don't know. So that, after that, it, it was the meals included. That's about all you can say. Um, oh, after that, we went to the Clyde and Seymour show. No, oh, that's always. Funny. I have not seen that in years, and I was wondering if it was still Clyde and that Seymour. That was funny. That's a great show. It's a yes. great show. Now this is a different one. They, this is not the one they do during the day. What is this it? Is, I've never been. This is a um, parody of all, all the different shows that they do, and they've oh, got okay. an otter, walrus, seals. Mm-hmm. So who's Clyde and Seymour? It's the names of the... Um, That's the two starring characters. Two old Jewish men who <laughs> perform through the show in costume, dressed as seals. That's Clyde and Seymour. Well, who's, I was trying to find what kind of animal Clyde it is. What kind of animal it is. I've never been. Seals. Cool. Thank the you. walrus. I hadn't seen him in a show before. He was absolutely huge. Way bigger than the, than the manatees, wasn't the he? The one um, that they make, like, make the noise? Yeah, and all the whiskers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they do the song on him. Yeah, that's right. He was real funny. And then yeah. the guys, like, they always have two shows planned. One, if he feels like working, and the other, if he just refuses. Oh, really? Because yeah. they said he's so big, sometimes he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. And they just have to do the show without him. Huh. But he was in a performing mood that night, so we got to see him. And I was wondering if they still had the mime, which they do. And he's still oh, very Lord, funny. A mime? No, it's a good, it's a good it's, mime. It's, it's, a, it's a warm-up mime. But when, not like the white face. It's like a yeah, it car- Oh, it is a white face mime. It used yeah. to be. No, it's a white they used to have a guy that just, you know, was like dressed in an outfit and wouldn't say anything, but would do this comedy routine with the with the guests coming in. Yeah, yeah, he's funny as they came in. Yeah, that's what he does. But one guy started doing the, you know, like you're in a box. Oh lord! And he started looking at him like, yeah, I don't do that. But um, he was very, very interesting. That's a. It's always been a very popular, very popular show. It's one of those don't miss things mm-hmm. to do at SeaWorld is the Clyde and Seymour. And it show. surprised me actually. I'd seen the the daytime one, but I hadn't seen this one before, and uh, it had me uh, laughing all the way through. I thoroughly well, the, it was the, a highlight. The, the only day. thing that I didn't like about it, we didn't see um, the pet show. What was Pets it Ahoy? Pets Ahoy, and we didn't see Believe. And that was two of the things that they spent a lot of time making fun of. So the, those two we didn't get to to see. So they're making fun of something I had not seen. So, but it was they were, they were, well, you saw Believe. You and I had gone to see Believe. Yeah, that was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I want to go to sleep. That was a pretty <laughs> <laughs> snoozy show. But like I said, it wasn't very taxing on the animals because I don't know they didn't do anything. But <clears throat> pet shows cute. When did mm. we see the so uh, judgmental? When did we see the extravaganza that Teresa was talking about? When they got the, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it. What is the name of the show where 
they're, they're dressed like parrots. They're yeah. dropping from. Oh my god, I weep every time I see. What that. is the name of that show? Oh, Cirque du Mare. Oh, no, okay. No, 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 no. It's um. Good lord. SeaWorld. I mean, they, they have parrots flying around. They have people dressed like parrots. It's the they new have people one. It's the blue diving. Ho- oh, blue, blue oh, yeah. horizon. Blue horizon. Is it something horizon? like that? Oh yeah. My okay. Yeah. Yes. I, Is it a weeper or what? Oh, she w- mm-hmm. I was. Hey. <laughs> they, what's what happened in SeaWorld stays in SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told you. <laughs> it is really nice to go with someone who doesn't go all the time, because. What are you trying to say? I like SeaWorld. Does it enjoy it? This is a bird show. This is, okay, no. No, You have to to be in a relationship with him to uh, decode that sentence, meaning I'm sick and tired of going to SeaWorld with you and your cameras and your computers. That is what he just said. (laughs) No. Yes, it is. You've seen it a lot. Sometimes you get a tad Mm -hmm. jaded. Whatever. And stuff that I would just look at and say, "I, I saw it before. It was nice to see Corinne. Because she's she special, you specialize in birds. Yes, and oh. she was very enthusiastic when she saw the flying I was, calls. I was crying. Just say it. Go on. <laughs> she was weeping oh, when she saw. I weeped at that uh, thing. Well, yeah, uh, but you, you cry at anything. <laughs> you weep when it rains. <laughs> I mean, I cry too, and I don't cry that. You often. see a Taster's Choice commercial. You're a oh puddle. Oh my gosh, it was moving. No, it's, yes, it's an yeah. awesome show. They put yeah. a lot of work what's so in moving it. about it. I, I, just, just everything that that's oh, going it's the, on it's, and the grandeur and the, the majesty of yeah. it all. I think when mu- yeah. the right music and movement comes together in anything, I yeah. think it, it it pulls those. Can definitely pulls those those music yeah. definitely. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the whole message that it was sort of putting across, you know, and me to see free flying macaws. If you How know, if you know me, like what nine? Or yeah, and or they something? flew. You could almost reach out and yeah. get them, and I just. But oh, I just <laughs> to see them flying free, and, and they were right in the audience. I mean, it yeah, was the big. What was the big the condor. condor? Yeah, he I was, forgot about the condor. It's huge, and it goes swooping past. Mm-hmm. It's it's an excellent show. They do a, a really good job with that. But like Teresa was saying, between them performing, doing their acrobatic stuff, the birds flying around, it was it the was, whole message. It was just like, yeah. It was a really really good show. We we liked that one a lot. Um. After we saw Clyde and Seymour, we actually went to where they used the underwater viewing area for the uh, Dime with Shamu mm-hmm. is where we went. And we actually got to see Telecom. He was sitting there. Now, did they uh, did they did they talk about uh, – they, was it brought up, the situation that happened with the trainer? Somebody in our party asked him, and I sort of stood off to the side, just sort of listened to how he would, how he would handle it. Would he avoid some of the questions? But he, he really didn't avoid it. Too much, much, you know. He, but he was pretty almost front and center. not really. He just really said that it was it was uh, it was an accident, that, and, and uh, the trainer's hair got caught, and 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 that's basically what it was. So, he just, but he didn't avoid it. If that was telecom, and it was, it yes, was actually telecom. it was that Paul that and, and telecom. Yes, it was. And the guy was just. He was just snoozing there. He wasn't that was really probably eerie, wasn't it, though, to be right there? I we, felt so, we saw him the week yeah. before she got attacked. Like we days did. before she we died. We did dining we with Shamu. We did yeah. dine with Shamu. That's right. And he I, was there. When there. I was there, I couldn't keep it running out of my head. It, you know, yeah. it was running through and you through. That, that was the pool, and that was, it's right here, that was here, the yeah. whale, and I was, uh, yeah. And they, are, they still are not offering dine with Shamu. No. Uh, it's no. still not a, it's still not an option. But he I did hear him say that uh, that Tilikum had done a couple of shows since then. 
Yeah. I'm oh, he's, sure. just, he's just the splash sure, man, though, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's the one that does all the splashing in the, in yeah. the big show. But, but uh, the Dine with Shamu yeah, that hasn't been uh, if, uh, tour or, or event, uh, I don't. they have not done since hmm. the trainer was I killed. I wonder if they will again. I, I think know. they will. Once they, get, once they figure out what they can, I, I can't don't know do that. That whole thing happened at the end of a Dine with Shamu. The, the guests were all still there when this happened. They were getting ready to leave. But the guests were all still there, so I, I don't know. It, it, you know, if they do it again, it's going to be a while. I think. I don't think they're going to do it right away. But well, it was a good. It was a good show. It was a good, a good food. They got to wait. They have to wait until a discussion like this can happen without somebody asking the question. Uh, without somebody asking the question, you know, did you see Tillicum or did, did you know? Did they yeah. talk about the trainer? It's got to be far enough, I think, out of people's minds that, uh, and it still isn't yet. It still isn't. I mean, so you went to the underwater viewing area. Yeah, and then after that, we went to uh, um, Shamu Rocks, which I enjoyed. Um, and Shamu Rocks is what the the nighttime show. They have um, a lot of things being shown on the screen. Uh, there's a guy playing guitar music. Um, the whales are performing. I I enjoyed it. They're sort of dancing. What makes it nighttime? I, it's dark it, out. It's the last. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lack of yeah. lack of light. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what makes what it a special sun? show? <laughs> <laughs> you can ask the question: What makes it nighttime? And you think I'm hush not going to take that bait? What makes it special? It's their nighttime show during the during the well, day. I they have it. No, I know, but during the day they have the regular. Them jumping around this what is... What I'm asking is, there, is there lighting effects? Is there's there lots of lighting effects. Fun, cool uh, The big screen behind, there's a lot of psychedelic stuff. Very, sure. very... So it's Shamu on acid, basically. Yeah. It could be. It was, it's, very, it's a very technical show. Um, I haven't seen it for probably... I haven't been to SeaWorld for about five years. So the show that made me cry was that, you know, the uh, the Shamu rocks and or you know, that was the one that really touched me. And I was pretty disappointed in it they have taken because they they're not in there the trainers aren't in there with the whales it's taken oh. such a lot what makes what? it nighttime will you stop <laughs> i'm sorry now, she is, i mean they, they did a good show but they are still obviously trying to work around the fact that they're not in there with the animals mm. and that just makes a big difference takes it away from it. And i think they've gone in the wrong i mean i laughed when the guitar guy, they came on like rock stars. The, the, the opening part was were there, were, were there all the, the, the dolphin, I mean, the, the whale trainers there with their arms, like you saw, like a rock show, which is, I suppose, that's what it is. But it, yeah. it's leaning towards that. And then when the guitar guy was right high up there and... and, and well, he's been shown on the big screen, too. I thought, what is this all about? I really got confused with it all. Where it just the, didn't, for me, it didn't fit in. Well, you forgot you saw the dolphins. To the show. <laughs> well, yeah. There's that. <laughs> I was with the, it was the false rock show. As, 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 <laughs> I, uh, anyway, I, I was sort of disappointed. So you I, didn't like it. I wasn't disappointed that do- the trainers weren't in the water because I think you know, I've said enough about how I feel about that. But I feel they really haven't replaced it with the wa- a, a wow factor mm. for me. There was no sentiment to it where there has been in the past with the dancing and that sort of stuff. And they can get, they can do that without being in the water, I'm sure, with all their ability, staging ability. But no, I, I, I came away. 
little disappointed. With I, that I show. enjoyed it. So overall, um, do you think the tour is worth one hundred and twenty-five dollars a person? I have a question though. Is we were trying to work it out. Was that hundred twenty-five plus entrance? Yeah, right. Yes, it, plus it's, the it's, entrance fee. It's, it's an addition yes. to your fee to get into the park. Right. Mm. It's going to be eighty bucks plus one hundred and twenty. So about two hundred ahead. Well, it's a to me. Uh, it's it, well, it's a VIP it experience, so it's supposed to be a step above the normal experience you'd have in the park. So, you where did you go that you couldn't go for that hundred twenty bucks? What, just doing it in the rapid succession that we did it is what made getting, it different. Getting backdoored onto going everything. backdoor to feed mm. the 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 dolphins, um, going backdoor to Manta. Um, all the different shows, we didn't have to wait in line because, you know, to get a good seat, you got to go to the shows pretty early. Yeah. So all those things, we just walked up when it was just about to start. Like a fast pass. It so. was, it, it, exactly. Fast. That's exactly what it, what it was. And, and I felt like I missed a lot of the other parts of the park. You'd have to go there early and do, and do the fillers in prior mm-hmm. to doing right. it. It won't give you the, the whole feeling of the park. But it gets you into things and seeing a lot things so you're, quick. Are, you're moving at a pretty fa- fast pace. SeaWorld, to yes, me, is a slower pace. Yeah. Kind of a, that's if if you I want like to go it. and hit all the highlights, and it's only one day in the summer, and you're not going to be able to do... We probably wouldn't have done half the stuff we did if we did not go on the tour. So overall, I would say it was worth it. Because like I said, you get um, all the preferred seating at all the shows. Also consider that dinner is included as well. Um, normally, you have to pay for the fish to feed... Yeah, oh, I hadn't the about that. dolphins yeah. and the everything you have to buy, and the free water that we got through our shows. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, the three different. I think it gives you like three bottles of water during the day. Yeah, but uh, I think it was worth it. I do. Uh, Corinne, what about you? You so you seem a little more hesitant about whether or not the the value is there for one hundred and twenty five dollars. Oh, I it's it's a lot of money. I don't. I personally, I don't think so i don't think i would i would pay to do that tour again he got you fast into things but i felt uh, you still needed to do an extra three hours on top of it to really get the rest of the park flavor okay of it but she did take advantage of the uh, what they call it um when you buy a ticket one time and then you get to come back the rest of the year mm-hmm but fun. yeah, pay pay the once, pay yeah, once, come back for the rest of the I think year. It's, yeah, the fun pass is what uh, they call it. Uh, so she got to do that. So for the the regular cost of admission, we'll be going back. Yeah, I think my favorite part of this was what makes it next time, <laughs> because that is going to be I'm, that's going to be her tag on the board. Yeah, the tag fairy is going to get her on this. Oh, tag fairy's tag fairy's going to have a. Do you hear me, tag you. fairy? Y'all have to read between the lines there now. Today she is New Mouse 2009. Is that right? 2008. Yeah. And, I, does Disney. and right at the end, we, we didn't see the fireworks at the end, but the one thing we discovered, actually, if you're going to stay to see the fireworks at the end of the evening, it's best not to go into the stadium area, the seating area for the fireworks. Is the probably the best view, or excuse me, equally better, is to go around the other side of the lake. Go like you're going to keep going out, out of the park. But when you get to the other side of the lake, you have a beautiful view, and you don't have to you're not going to get you're not, old you're crowds getting out. There. It seemed yeah. like it would be a perfect place. Yes. And even after the, the fireworks, I think he was still going to try to get people in to see the beluga whales, uh, the polar bears. So he, he was trying to fit in absolutely as much as he oh, could. So you left before the tour was over? Yes. 
Because Teresa was coming to get us. We didn't know what was going on with you. We were just... Okay. What so, t- how late were y'all? was it open? Because it was like 9.30 when I picked up. I think it goes until the ten. park closes, which is 10. Oh, okay. And there was there was a lot of people there. Hmm. Like I said, he he was trying to put it as much in as he could. So he was he was giving it as all. He, mm-hmm. He's excellent. Stephen, he was an excellent guy. So I thought it was worth it. So overall, a mixed review. But an, an enjoyable day? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be going back. I, you know, I want to go back with you on a, on a leisure day because usually we, you would walk around slowly, no look at everything. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back with you. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Walter, stop talking. Stop talking. Shut up. you got to go on a trip with I this don't want, in a couple days. You, you figure out to nine years, you learn. I don't want people to get overheated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, I know where you sleep. Okay, it was hot yesterday. Was, All right. Well, thank you, thank you crazy. both. Well, thank you both very much for that uh, for that review. I, I actually have mine rescheduled for like August 11th. Yes, I'm scheduled to go back and do it again. So I'll uh, see what I think of it. Okay. So we're going to move on, and we're going to do our Facebook to Facebook segment. We asked people for their questions about Universal or SeaWorld on our Facebook pages. And I think you guys got some mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Teresa, why don't you start? All right. Um, first one came from Michael Bowling, um, who is Mary, Hi, Michael. Mouse, Mary Mouseketeer. And he said that he has heard from the podcast crew comments that San Diego SeaWorld is significantly different from Orlando's. It is. Can you detail what those differences are? If you have been to California, is it worth going to Orlando? Thank you, Michael Bowling. Totally different. And definitely worth going to both. Oh, definitely, definitely. California to me, it's bigger, right? Or is it just does it just seem bigger to me? It it seemed bigger to me as well. Yes. I don't know if it was the layout or that it was by the water. I don't know. There was something. It's it's an entirely different experience. It, it's 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 great. It is. It, it was is wonderful. Great. We loved it, and we did that. <clears throat> cars that went up out over the water. I don't know. Right, the little. Gondolas. Air bucket gondola, yeah, thing. Which they don't have anything close to that at uh, SeaWorld in Which Orlando. Which was cool. I had my eyes shut, but it was cool. No, that was yeah, nice. The, you went over. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. And um, some of the, the rides that we have that are the same are not the same rides. Are different, yeah. Yeah, There's, like uh, 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 the Journey to Atlantis. Oh, oh yeah. See, we have, the whole, uh, we have the whole ride through with the animatronics and all the stuff. They don't. It's like... You get in the boat, you go up. Yeah, but then the boat gets lifted up by it this. Li- it gets lifted up this thing, and like then you get dropped down. Shit. It's the, very odd. You get dropped down the big drop, and then you do the the whole roller it coaster piece. But it was different. It was definitely nightmarish. Oh yeah, she was she was like uh, <laughs> screaming and crying and making a fuss in a scene. It was horrible. It was not horrible. <laughs> but it was, you know, I don't know. Both it's fun. Of them it's, like, it's fun to tell her like these are like really. Smooth little kitty rides, and then put on something like that. <laughs> but I thought I could get away with it with Manta. No, I tell Manta. Manta. We did it with Mummy. That was the last time we really got away with. Yeah. Something like that. No, when my hair yeah, caught that, on fire in Mummy, that was. Amazing. Yeah, her hair <laughs> caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's both definitely going to both of them is definitely worth it. I think. There's enough difference. Yeah, I think you would there appreciate is. both of them. I think SeaWorld in San Diego is magnificent. If you're out in California going to Disneyland, it's only I mean because we just went down for the day and. You know, we drove down. It was about an hour driving yeah. down, um, an hour driving back, with the exception of you know hitting some traffic. Uh, it's a straight shot, though. I mean, it's there was a straight no shot. Lost, no getting. It was, it was pretty awesome. But the, I don't know. SeaWorld in general to me is just 
I don't want to compare it to other parks. It's just so laid back and relaxing. It's a different, totally different animal than the other parks. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's, I mean, they're all kid friendly, obviously, but see where <sighs> Orlando to me is, I can just go for the afternoon and just hang out with Stella and just, it's relaxing. I don't go home exhausted, you know, like I've been right. trying to get every ride and get everything in. It's more of a, it's not, edu- I guess it is more educational. I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's got an education a, factor to it. It's a it. different experience. It is. And Michael, I definitely do it. If, if you, I'm, I'm assuming you've been to the one in California since that's where you are. And say hi to Carol, too. Hi, Carol. And the grandbaby. And the grandbaby. <laughs> so, anyway, do okay. it. Do it. Thank you, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Kathy, you have one? Yes. This is from Sue Seifert. We are thinking of coming and staying at Disney with DVC points, but want to do Universal and SeaWorld. Is there transportation for this? What are the things I should keep in mind when doing this? First thing I would recommend, if you're going to be going to both of them, it's probably going to make more sense to have a car, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can oh, do the, we, we sell on the website, we have a, a one-day two-park Universal ticket that also gets you transportation over to Universal, which you could do. But then if you're also going to go to SeaWorld, it just sort of makes sense that you could take the only I don't know if there's a shuttle. I, I know don't believe a, there is. There's a bus. I know the, the one Lynx bus goes to the parking lot of oh, right, right, um, right. SeaWorld. But I think when you're on vacation, you know, the bus is not the way to go. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't do that. Rent a car. Yeah. You know, you could you could possibly, you know, do it in like a day, don't you think? Kathy will drive you. Kathy will come pick you <laughs> up and she'll take you over. Do what in a day? You know, in that 24-hour period that you would have the car. Do both oh. parks? You're saying do both parks? Mm. Depends on what time you Because I'm thinking know. that's kind of close. No. I don't, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Well, okay. I think you'd need days. it for two days, yeah. But you can rent them on property. And if you're staying on Disney property. Oh, yeah. And then just drop it off when they're done. Mm-hmm. That'd be easy enough. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Kathy. I have one here from Tammy in Suffolk, Virginia. Sent that. This is actually an email. Uh, this question is mainly for Peter, Kevin, uh, who have both commented about taking their moms to the world. We, my family, brothers, sisters, and their families, all of us are 18 and older, going to Walt Disney World and Universal Studios this December. My mom, age 83, is going for the first time. My question has to do with her going to Universal with us. While we've been to Walt Disney World many times, we've never been to Universal, uh, and I don't know if there are any rides attraction at either. Universal Studios Islands of Adventure that she could do. She has some limited mobility and will be in a wheelchair ECV most of the time, and she has back issues. She won't be doing any thrill rides or rides like Dinosaur Kilimanjaro, uh, which makes me sad because uh, she would love seeing the animals. Uh, What things can she do at Universal, or should we just let her veg out in the room (laughs) and by the pool for the two days that we are there? my mom is in a similar similar situation where she has back issues, um, and while she has good mobility, generally speaking, she can't walk around theme parks. It's too much, so we always get her an ECV. Uh, there is really nothing for her at Universal or Islands of Adventure. I was trying to think, and I couldn't come up with anything. Uh, it's just, you know, for my, my mom actually likes Islands of Adventure just to go, you know, go walk around with us. Um and she enjoys the experience of being there with us. 
she doesn't care that she doesn't go on the rides. She's enjoying spending the day with her children and her grandchildren. Um, and, you know, we go out, we have lunch, stuff like that. There's shopping to do. There's things like that. Um, so I don't think she's going to be able to really experience too many of the attractions with you. But, you know, it is an enjoyable place, mm-hmm. you know, to, to walk around. I, I, I have taken my mom there. And like I said, she enjoys that aspect of it. But more so for her, she enjoys it's, – it's never just like mom and I going to uh, Universal. You know, ride the rides with Madeline. Yeah. Um, we'll go to Epcot, and there's stuff at Epcot she can do. But, um, you know, it, generally speaking, no. In terms of uh, rides or attractions, no. But I think she would – you know, you know your mom best. But in, in my mom's case, for her, it's an, just enjoyable – to spend the day with all of us. And we like having her around, so that also helps. And we're going at a slow pace. If you're going to your first time at um, Universal and you're trying to catch everything, it may be a, a quicker pace that she may not. See, uh, yeah, and, and for my, uh, well, with my mom, it's, well, in the ECV, it's, they can usually keep yeah, up. Mom, right. mom does pretty good with that now. Um, my mom is just so easy when we're, we're, we're traveling anywhere. She travels well. She really is. Does. She is so. I mean, she's just very easygoing. She's go with the flow. Whatever we're going to do, she just enjoys the experience of sharing it with us. And you know, like I said, in turn, we also enjoy, especially me. I, I really enjoy having her, having her around. So, um, she's a cool person. In turn, if, if it's all about attractions, I would say no. But I wouldn't leave her. I wouldn't leave her back at the resort uh, just for that reason. Because there's just the atmosphere of it all. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody to watch your stuff <laughs> when you go on those rides. You need a stuff holder. And especially with the ECV. Um, the ECVs are very convenient for that with the baskets and the extra space. Stuff holder. Well, because my mom's like this little, oh, she's this little thing. And, you know, she doesn't take up a lot of space on the ECV. So we put bags and, no, you know, she's, just, she's sitting there. She's got, like, hats and sunglasses on her and bags hanging <laughs> off of her. And, no, not really, but. I have a question kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum. Um, comes from your Facebook page. Elaine asks, are there any attractions at Universal that a three-year-old would enjoy? Do they have rider switch option? And can you explain the process? Or sh- do we say heck with Universal and just do Disney again? Oh, Seuss Landing. Seuss Landing, there's a lot of stuff there. Seuss. Well, but Seuss, I'd say more at Universal. There's the Woody Woodpecker Zone. Right. Yeah. There's the Barney um, Barney and a Day in the Park with Barney. There's animal actors on location. It's, it's a show. Yeah, a Day in the Park with Barney is like a bullet in the brain. Is that <laughs> still there? God. Yeah, it is. Yep. There's that playground, people's playground. Yeah. There's a lot but to do. There's not really a lot at Islands besides Seuss Landing. Yeah, I think that's about it yeah. for little kids. But that's a pretty big area. You can keep kids busy there. But you have, to, you, have, you have to understand something. You have to, it's, it's, this question gets asked all the time. And I said this on a show recently, and I stand by it, even though some people took issue with it. Uh, Universal has put in Seuss Landing and uh, Woody Woodpecker Zone and all this other stuff because they had to. Because they didn't have it for the longest time, and people came and they complained. For Disney, it is part of the fabric of their business. These children's stories, children's films, children's everything. So at Disney, it's it's a much more uh, integrated experience. 
Whereas Universal, it always has felt like that sore thumb that sticks out. Because Universal really is aimed more at an older set. Towards the teens. And teen I know, group. look, I, you know, and, and lately, you know, it's funny. I never heard anything from the fanboys for the years that I did nothing but talk about how, how wonderful Universal was and how much I loved it. It wasn't until I started trashing Harry Potter or the opening, the way they opened Harry Potter, that all of a sudden I've become Universal public enemy number one. So I'm sure I'll hear something about, oh, what are you, crazy? Universal is great for little kids. No, it is not. I'll just get it out of the way now. No, it's not. Um, and, I mean, Stella loves, Stella's seven. Eight. Eight now. You're always a year behind. Um, Eight. Better a year behind than a year ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and she loves Seuss Landing. The difference, the way we attack or tour the park at Universal or uh, Islands of Adventure versus Disney is, at Disney we usually stay together as a family. At Universal, Stella and I head to Seuss Landing or one of the areas that is friendly for her or that she likes, and everybody else goes in another direction. Right. And that works for us. Some families like to stay together. I, I personally could spend hours at Seuss Landing because... You know, the, the two of you like that. If you weren't, like you said, if the whole family wants to get together, then yeah. if you had teenage kids... They're oh, yeah. not gonna Max be. is like, I'm not hanging out here with Dr. Seuss that much longer. You know, right. He's right. passing through. And Grace passes through. Where Stella and I can just, we've been on every inch of that thing, and we love it and yeah. keep going back. There's a lot of playground areas. There is. There's a little wet area. I mean, it's, it's well, just a nice little area. But your whole family's not going to enjoy it. But as far as rides, theme yeah. park-wide, there's not a lot. No, there no. isn't. There's like a section. Now, her question about the rider switch, I know we did this last year with Taylor when we brought Ferris that we couldn't bring him on anything. They do offer the um, rider switch, rider swap yes. options. Basically, any attraction that has a height requirement, they, um, they'll they offer this. Now, what happens is, is the people who want to ride the attraction will wait in line. And then I went and pushed Ferris into the holding area, and they actually have a room where you can wait. It's the same – it's basically the same path that um, the handicap accessible line is. And I, I waited there – for Julian Taylor to get off the attraction, and then I had the option to go on the attraction. So if you have, say, three people, you know, two people can wait in line, one person waits with the child, and then two people get off the attraction, then one of those people can actually go ride the ride again. So you really, yeah, yeah, any attraction that has a height requirement, you're good. Cool. Um, I have a Facebook question from uh, Rebecca Windhurst. Who asked, I was wondering if you had done any further research into the issues of whales and dolphins in captivity for human entertainment education. I know you would express some concerns, but said you really couldn't say one way or the other because you didn't know enough about the subject to make a judgment call. I was wondering if you had any further opinion. I do. Uh, this came about after, uh, I think this was in our April, our April show, where uh, I had watched part of the movie, of the documentary The Cove which documents this horrible thing that goes on in Japan with the capture of dolphins. Uh, ultimately, they get killed and used in their meat salt. Um, but before they kill them, they have uh, representatives from all sorts of aquariums and theme parks that come and buy these dolphins. And this is what actually supports, because they get a, an enormous amount of money for these dolphins. And it really disturbed me, and I was concerned about it. And actually, Dave Parfit, one of our yes. our senior correspondent, 
Dave Parfit had done some research on this and actually found that the United States that that, that all in the United States anyway, all aquariums and marine parks are required to disclose to the government where and how they are obtaining these animals, and that it is illegal for them to buy them from certain places. So see, and we've uh, it's actually in a blog, and we'll post a link to it on the show notes page. But Dave did this whole blog that broke it all down, that uh, SeaWorld adamantly denies that they obtain any of these animals from any place like that, that it's usually done through breeding programs within the parks themselves or in conjunction with other aquariums and, and, and theme parks within the United States. So on the basis of that, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're being above board, that the government is monitoring it, um, and that they're not getting, they're not, they're not buying these dolphins from this this awful place in Japan. With that said, would I be surprised to find out that the rec- records are fudged or the government isn't doing its job? Not at all. But until somebody can actually show me proof that SeaWorld is doing something unseemly in this regard, I say, okay, I'll go. I'll go. I still have questions in my head about this ever since, uh, ever since that trainer was killed. It has definitely affected how I view it. Um, but I have to admit that they do such a compelling job uh, exposing you to... You know, uh, so many different types of, of, of animal life and sea life. And they do it in such a beautiful way, in such a beautiful environment, such a relaxing environment, that uh, I, would be, I would be heartbroken to find out that they did something like that because they do take such good care of the animals. They try to, anyway, um, take good care. I mean, there really is. I think there are good, decent, caring people working at SeaWorld. I don't think... They're all merchants looking to make a quick buck. So uh, with the amount of money they put back into animal rescue, animal research, animal care, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm, uh, that's where I'm falling right now. If somebody comes up with some proof that something else is going on, I'll feel differently. But for the time being, and maybe I'm being a little blind, I don't know, but for the time being, I'm going to go with the government's regulating it and... SeaWorld is disclosing where they're getting their animals from, and right now everything's above board. So that answers that question. Anybody disagree? No. No, because Dave pretty much said with the government information, there's no way they could do it without people finding out, and they don't seem to be taking part in this. So, I don't yeah, Well, then if that's the case, if that's the case, the, 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 the people who did that documentary should be ashamed of themselves. They really should. If it's not true and they said yeah. it, I mean, there are SeaWorld, I, well, I don't know. It's, they specifically said SeaWorld. They specifically said SeaWorld in that documentary. So, um, Not that it changes anything about what goes on in Japan. I mean, you know, really and truly. That's like saying, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? I, it, it, what goes on in Japan is an atrocity. Right. Is an absolute atrocity. So, Corey, you like that one. <laughs> <line. laughs> 
Too soon. No, yeah, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jennifer Huddleston asked on Facebook, as someone with food allergies, I was wondering, Pete, if Pete could address his experience with special dietary needs at Universal. Um, also, I was wondering what our, uh, what your favorite souvenirs to get at Universal SeaWorld are. Um, I don't have a, a, a food allergy. I am diabetic. I can tell you from that standpoint, SeaWorld's attention to that particular dietary restriction is non-existent. Um, I actually went to try to find out for Pete what was in the, the cold cuts they were using to make sandwiches. That was SeaWorld. <clears throat> SeaWorld. And the manager actually went back and brought back a whole, like, turkey. And we sat there and read the ingredients. Oh, <laughs> See, yeah, Disney really is the only one of the theme parks that takes dietary restrictions seriously. Uh, if I was someone with a very bad food allergy, I would be ultra, 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 ultra cautious in what I ate at uh at Universal, including in the resorts. Um, they're just not, again, from a diabetic standpoint, I don't find, they're, they're not diabetic friendly at all. Uh, there are no or virtually no sugar-free options for anything. Uh, every one of the restaurants I've eaten at at, sea, or at uh, Universal, I always ask the same question, do you have any sugar-free desserts? The answer is always no. Whereas, by contrast, at Disney, 90% of the time, they uh, do. They, they, not only do they have a sugar-free option, they have awesome. a really good sugar-free option. Right. So, you know, I, I as far as I'm concerned, um, no, I don't think they, they, they do good with, with that. In terms of other food allergies, allergies to peanuts, things like that, I can't speak to that. Uh, I haven't had any personal experience. Maybe someone, someone else has. If you have had experiences with uh, food allergies and universal and you'd like to share that with us, podcast at wdwinfo.com is the email address. And we'll be sure to mention it on a future show. Um, as far as favorite souvenirs to get at Universal. I don't think I have one. I don't have one. I like the little Thing 1 and Thing 2 shirts you can get. Well, I've got, I've got that, key, that, di- like that, that. that baby dinosaur keychain. Oh, yeah. 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 That cool. makes the noise. That's really cool. Um, <laughs> outside of that, there's like nothing it's at Universal. See, oh, I've got to go get that. Um, with the possible exception, especially if we're just talking about being diabetic, of butterbeer. Butterbeer is, in fact, one of the greatest things ever invented in the history I of mankind. I didn't care for it. Oh, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. It's absolutely delicious. Well, I think that the, the the drink itself is brilliant. I just didn't care for it. No, I thought it was delicious, and I wanted. All the time, but I would I would die quickly. There's a recipe out there for it. Well, there's a there's a recipe for butterbeer, but it's not their recipe, and the recipe that, that I saw called for it to be served hot. Ooh. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. It's yeah. a hot recipe, so no, no. But, well, thank you for that. Jennifer, who else has one they want to I do. Read? I have an email. It comes from Jason in Mayfield Heights, Ohio. He says he's catching up on the shows. Um, when he heard mention of a special... At SeaWorld, where you can get a guest in for free. He said he's heading back in August, and he's been looking online. He's not been able to find the information. How do, how do you get someone in for free? And he said, is it available to anyone that has an annual pass? And if you do have an annual pass, all you do is um, you go to OrlandoSeaWorld.com. Then you click on underneath where all the pictures are. There will be an area. It will say Passport Members. 
You click on that. You just put the barcode in for your uh, annual membership, uh, the zip code of where uh, the mailing address is, and you just sign up for a free pass. You actually print the pass. Yes, you have to do this online before right. you get there. Oh. And, and once you do it on your page, then that offer goes away. So, like, cool. I did it yesterday for Katie, and now that's not in my pass holder oh. thing. But you oh. print out the actual ticket that has the barcode and everything, so it's not like you go to those machines at the front, like for every other kind of ticket. This is the actual ticket you just walk up. And scan it like you do your annual pass. Well, I'm doing that next week. Right. Also, uh, I, I noticed a lot of people yesterday online, uh, outside the park, at guest services, with the printed tickets in their hands, thinking that those were just vouchers they had to mm. exchange. If it has a barcode on it, you can take it right to the turnstiles. You do not need to go to... Uh, to Isn't, that great? Isn't that great? You can do that for going to the movies, too, now. I just yeah. love that. Just take it right to the turnstile. Yeah. This this ends September 30th. So if you want to do it, definitely take advantage of that. The other offer they have is you can get up to six friends in uh, and save $20 a ticket mm-hmm. by doing the same thing, going online. Wow. That's substantial. Yeah. So both of the offers are really easy. So go on. I've got to use that when uh, my niece is my niece is coming back at the end of September. Oh, yeah. yeah. She loves SeaWorld. But you have to put the person's name in, too. You do? Yeah, you put in their like name and address and all that kind of stuff. So you would need to know who you were getting like the free ticket for. Or oh, okay. So like okay. You just don't print out a free ticket. Right. you got to make sure one you know. One ticket would be Melanie Werner. The next one would be Melania Wiener. <laughs> Melania Wiener. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely doing that next week when Oasis is here. Then. Oh, yeah, definitely. And actually, you know, because I have one, so, you know, we could yeah. whatever. Okay. Thank you for that, Walter. Okay, I've got one that actually came to your Facebook compete. It's from Caroline Terrell. I'm taking my four-year-old son on a four-day Disney cruise in October and thinking of adding a few days to my trip to go to Aquatica and SeaWorld. Can you tell me anything about Halloween Spooktacular that runs on weekends in October? Also, the Doubletree is booked solid at that time. Is there another value or to moderately priced hotel in that area that you would recommend? Thank you. Um, first, I'm going to talk about the hotels. I can only recommend what I know. Um, Buena Vista Suites is like four miles from SeaWorld. It's most nights in October are $88 a night. Yeah. Full breakfast included. Um, four miles isn't that far. No. As long as you're renting a car, yeah, because yeah. there's no transportation from, there's no transportation provided from Buena Vista Suites to Universal Studios. Right. I'm not sure about that. I don't think, I don't they're, think they're, there they're is. Good, they're no. a Disney good neighbor. I don't think they can. Okay. No. Well, on the flip side, um, Doubletree at the entrance to Universal does have um, availability. It's 109 a night for the entire month of October, and they do have shuttles to SeaWorld. Yes, they do. And it's about six and a half miles or a ten-minute ride down I-4. So that's pretty close, too. Yeah. Now, Halloween Spectacular. Definitely, I would recommend it for a yeah. four-year-old. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. It's. I've got to do it this year. Mm-hmm. I really it have is to do absolutely. it. Well, you can take Stella. There you go. I'll go with <laughs> you. How did I get? How did I get stuck to, with that gig? <laughs> what I like about it is all of the um, that. Now Disney does it too. When you go, you're trick or treating within the area of SeaWorld. They give you other things other than just candy. Um, peanut butter. You had the packets of peanut butter. I remember that from packets last year. Packets of peanut butter, which totally freaked me out when I first got it. Like a little squeeze. It was like a little mayonnaise thing. Caramel. It was peanut butter. Okay. Let's... Oh, I missed that one. 
I didn't get it was up above the stadium, and they have little mazes and face painting. See now, Corinne could mm-hmm. handle like Sea World's Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really cool. All gonna... the people dress up like fish. They have sea witches, which are just friendly little. You know, I mean, it's just adorable, absolutely adorable, and I would recommend it. We're going to go several times this so year. So this is that... it's, it's also. The price of admission gets you into this. It's mm-hmm. not a hard ticket. It's so, not like yeah. uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary right. Halloween Party, but it's kid-friendly on the level oh, of yeah. Mickey's Not-So-Scary. So oh, yeah. If you, yeah, and if you're, if, if you're finding that it's too expensive to do Mickey's Not-So-Scary, this could be a great oh, alternative. Oh, definitely. I did a blog about it last year, so there's lots of pictures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, we put all our pictures up yep. last year, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, we got a good, we got a it's, good amount of information it's on the really site. It's really cool. Stella's already talking about going back to it. Oh, is she? Yeah. We're, you know, oh, start nice. talking about Well, it's Halloween. also a time of year I love to be at SeaWorld because the, 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 it's not as hot. It's, the heat mm-hmm. starts to break, mm-hmm. and it's the fall and the Halloween stuff, and it's really cute. So, It is fun. Also, I, what I just came into my head, I remember, all the different um, candy stations or whatever are different. They're not all giving out the exact same thing. So, And they're... they're um, what do I want to say? Sponsored by different companies. Right. So you get a good variety of stuff. You know, crayons, markers. Crayola had a stand. We got these little markers. I mean, it's just. It was very different, too. Yeah. Very different. That's cool. We really enjoyed it. Cool. I have one here from Gregor Ravenhill. I love this. I think this is my new favorite name. Ravenhill. Gregor Ravenhill, which I imagine he must wear a cape. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would think so. You have to wear, hey, has to wear a cape. Uh, a question about around <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I noticed there are new ticketing options, which includes a frequent fear pass along with an express pass linked in, which gives you express pass each night of your frequent fear pass. No price is released yet, but my concern is that with this option, far more people will have the express pass, and therefore the express lines may be much longer than usual. So will it be worth the money? What are your thoughts? Well, it depends. Normally, Universal limits the number of express passes sold for any given day or event uh, in order to make sure that you don't end up with an express pass line that's an hour long. My assumption, based on the way Halloween Horror Nights has been run, which is extremely well, it is an, it, it's a, a, an event that is pulled off with military precision and a great deal of competence. One of the reasons why I was stunned with the abject incompetence of what went on with Harry Potter. But, okay, we'll move on. Uh, so my impression would be that they will be limiting the sale of these passes so that there aren't too many out there that could possibly run the number up. So, but, so for that reason, my suggestion would be if you're going to buy the frequent fear, fear pass with the express pass, get it as soon as you can. These are still not released yet for sale. Uh, the Halloween Horror Nights website says coming soon. So check back to that. Uh, like I said, we're going to put it up on the show notes page uh, with a link to that page. We're also, we'll post on the uh, Diz Unplugged board uh, on disboards.com as well as I'm sure on the uh, Universal uh, forum at disboards.com. We'll see it there as well. So just keep watching for it. I imagine any time now those are going to become available. If you are predisposed to that pass, buy it as soon as you see it. Don't wait because I have a feeling it's going to be popular. It depends on what the price is. Uh, 
They come out with a $250 frequent fear pass. That's not going to sell. But when you consider, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be about 139 is my guess. I'm wondering um, if, you know, Publix always has the uh, Halloween Horror Nights tickets at a discount. Yeah, but I don't think they'll have think these. They'll no, no. This, these will be premium tickets, and they're going to go fast. Now, if they turn around and sell too many of them, and you end up with express lines that are 40 minutes long, then there's no hope left for Universal. We should just abandon that ship and never <laughs> go back. But I don't think so. Not the way I've seen it. I mean, this is the 20th year for Halloween Horror Nights. They really do have this down with science. So I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say I, I think they're going to limit the number of passes they sell. So that's that. We have one more Facebook to Facebook. Uh, David Ullman writes, Do you think it's time for Universal to revamp the studios? As more and more movies are being made every year, do you think old rides like Jaws and Men in Black are enough to keep people interested in going, or do you think it's time to create new classic attractions to compete with the Fantasyland expansion to Disney? Can't see Harry Potter keeping people interested for long, so would you be? I, I'd be interested to hear what you think. Good question. Um, Depends on the movie. Well, here's the thing. Uh, as far as Harry Potter keeping people interested for long, it remains to be seen. It remains. To, this is an incredibly popular. This Harry Potter is quite possibly the most popular movie property ever created. Uh, it is certainly the most lucrative, and it's going to have a very long life. So I don't know that that would be the reason Universal wouldn't keep people coming back for Harry Potter. I think their inability to open an envelope without screwing it up is the reason they might not get people coming back to see The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. With that said, I just can't go through a sentence without going there. Can I'm a bitter old man. I really am. Well, some of the rides are also... Oh, it's time to update. You know, like uh, well, disaster. This is a problem with the model, the business model Universal chose for their parks. Right. Ride the movies. Pete Unfortunately, took, sorry, I gotta say it. Pete took the train to Bittertown. <laughs> exactly. Uh, with that, with that business model, ride the movies. You know, these properties become dated quickly. Um, there are most of the movies these rides are based on were made a decade before most of the people riding them were born. Uh, with that said, a good ride is a good ride. Right. Uh, a good attraction is a good attraction, whether you've seen the movie or not. Uh, I think Jaws is a spectacular attraction. Mm -hmm. um, Men in Black is a spectacular attraction. That's still very popular. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Jurassic Park, not so much. I don't... Jurassic Park was never one of my favorites. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is awesome. Terrific attraction. Um, I think I think Universal is stuck. I think to some degree they are stuck uh, in having to build attractions based on movies. And as long as they're doing that, there is always going to be the risk that it's going to become outdated. E.T., while a very cute ride is definitely past its prime. Mm -hmm. They won't get rid of it because of the deal they have with Spielberg. Well, it used to be Earthquake, and now it's Disaster, which is the same same basic premise, but, but they that, changed but it up. But, yeah, they changed it up enough that I think they actually made that one better. Did than, you? Yeah. With the, oh, now that you're... Oh. 
you know, you're feeling like part of the video that they play it back as you're well, They put going. Christopher Walken, right? Yeah, which that, that, which oh. immediately makes everything better. Oh, it does. Everything Just, better with Christopher Walken in it. Yeah. And that's the only part of it I liked was that first part where they used that, that holographic technology to put Christopher Walken basically like he looks like he's in front of you. Um, it's the same technology they're using in the queue line at, Wizarding, at uh, Forbidden Journey. And the rest of it, though, after that's all they really changed. Well, they changed the, the video because the now... The video, yeah. You know, and, the but ride itself me, and the, the middle piece where, you know, the people... Uh, yeah. Stage, you know, falling, off, falling out of buildings and stuff like that. That's all... That's old. That's all from the old part. Um, but... I think they just, you know, I said I think they changed it enough that it, it like refreshed it. But here's the other point: um, as far as it competing with the Fantasyland expansion, understand something. The Fantasyland expansion is less about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and more about shoring up a base of people that wouldn't be going to Universal anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think that Disney is doing that per se to answer the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I really don't. No, I don't either. Uh, I think it's uh, – I think what you're going to see is, is – is, you know, Disney's always doing something. Where uh, 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 in the case of Universal, the amount of money that has just been spent $300 million by some estimates to put together Harry Potter means that they're not going to be spending a lot more because they did $300 million for Harry Potter. I believe it was 60 or $70 million for Rip Ride Rocket. I think at this point their management is going to wait, cash in as much on Harry Potter as they can, mm-hmm. and wait and see where that goes. I think it's going to be at least two years before you hear them announce any major new attractions. I could be wrong, but I think financially, especially given the fact their parent company is about to be sold to Comcast, I don't think Comcast is going to come in the door and say, we're whole hog in the theme park business, let's go spend another $100 million. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think it's going to be a while. And it's going to remain to be seen whether or not Harry Potter has the long-term impacts. I love how all these people are saying what a success Harry Potter is. Really? How do you measure success? Mm-hmm. Success for a theme park is not, I got a lot of people in today. It's, I've got a lot of people in year after year after year after year. That's how you measure success. So this is not a success, not by any stretch of the imagination. There's too many people walking out pissed off. There's too many people saying it's too crowded, it's too this, it's too small, it's too that. It remains to be seen whether or not this is a, a success. But the fanboys are all rushing to. Is it still crowded? Oh, yeah. Y- yeah. yeah we it's going to be crowded. going over next week one day. I talked to someone who was on the tour yesterday, and she was supposed to be at Universal yesterday, and her and her mom decided to go to SeaWorld instead, and they mm. both said they, they were glad they did. So, so that's what I think. Um, is it time for them to revamp the studios? I think every attraction, every theme park needs to be revamped from time to time uh, with new attractions. But I like, as I said, I think it will take a while. So thank you, David, for that. Thank you, everybody, for 
your questions and comments in Facebook to Facebook. And thank you for listening to this month's Universal Show. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back with you again next month with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal SeaWorld Edition. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.